0: Episode 35. My name is Eric, and I'll be playing Sten, the half-orc barbarian. Let's introduce our GM.
1: Hi, I'm James. I'm a GM. I do the thing most of the time. Indeed you do. So, uh, what happened last time on Sometimes Heroes?
0: Well, Sten, uh, previously was a dog, and then he became not a dog. He lounged around his room in the inn for much of the episode, tending to the weapons, not really knowing exactly what was going on outside, but eventually he and the party met the middle children, who seemed to have an interest in the party as bringers of peace and stability across the realm, and had suggestions on how they might go about doing that. Sten listened to some extent to this, but as it happened, he was planning to go to the Preshwy anyway, where he's been told by his mentor, Olo, that he's supposed to be a savior of some sorts, bring peace, and become a leader of the tribes there. He has no idea how he will accomplish this, but that's nothing new to Sten, so he's just going to go for it.
1: (laughs) Fair. So we begin with you've come back from seeing Carter off. You've had a nice rest. You've conceivably gone into town and bought whatever you want to buy.
0: I imagine I would need some copious rations for the trip.
1: So you've prepped for the trip. That's good times. You fall asleep and the rest of the party seems to be eager to leave in the morning. And Eden, in fact, has already left the night before. So as you wake up in the morning, you're all prepped. Your pack is all ready. You now have a ledger with access to an extremely large bank account, basically. How big is that bank account again? It's 56,000 gold.
0: Pretty good, pretty good, and I'll try not to spend it all.
1: You notice that in the ledger, as you open it up, that Guiche has already spent like a couple thousand gold? <laughs> Classic Guiche. It appears to be chalked up to scrolls of sending and potions.
0: Oh, clever. Preparation. I see. All right, I see how it is, Guiche. Maybe I should do some of
1: that. Okay. Do you want to tell me what you're doing now, or just be, say, I shop, and then retroactively uh, get some things if you want?
0: It does have to be retroactive?
1: It doesn't have to be. You can say, I want to buy this right now. Or you can say, I shop, and then... Well, I know this is a stretch,
0: but does this town have any
1: potions of healing? Yes. Wow,
0: okay. They
1: have potions up to, I think, just below the highest level of potions of healing.
0: What what, what are what are these rankings?
1: There's regular healing potions, greater healing potions, superior healing potions, and supreme healing potions. So, four.
0: You're going to make me look how up much, how much they heal what's a what's a?
1: if you look under the potions tab you can see them
0: oh uh-oh. dare i ask
1: how much a superior healing potion costs not as much as you think it costs probably it should already be shared with you the uh D shop catalog but i will copy the link and send it to you oh it's okay I, I thought we i thought you used like custom potion pricing rules i mean sometimes things will be different from this but for the most part this seems like a very reasonable thing. People just thought my things were crazy, but no, this is just how much stuff costs. Does it
0: have the very various ranks of healing potions? Sorry to be a pain here. Oh, here we go. So I'm seeing, I'm seeing fifty gold for for a healing potion. But what if yes. I wanted? But I'm not seeing. Oh, is it like uncommon potions? What's the deal here? So, yeah, I'm trying to look for like the the third highest potion.
1: Let me see. The babyest of healing potions are common. Uh, mm-hmm. Uncommon is the bottom. Rare is the bottom. You generally cannot buy the best potion.
0: Okay, so unless so it would there's be like a 2, thing gold for that badass healing potion is what you're telling me.
1: Mm-hmm. Unless you can haggle it down for some reason. That seems or it's extreme. Absurdly cheap or expensive. However, I think I will
0: purchase the uncommon variant, the greater healing potion. Gage can yell at me later. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, how many of those are you getting?
0: You know, I'm gonna get two. I'm gonna get two. And do you want to haggle
1: them down, or do you want to just walk in there and
0: throw down some cash? Do you want me to haggle it down, or do you want to get? <laughs> Should we like move along? I don't want. to uh, You like... could just make a roll, sure, a persuasion, see if you can get them down to cheap. Yeah, I'll I'll tell him tales of adventures we've had, and how, and you know make him feel like he's contributing to a good cause, mm-hmm, dragon slaying mm-hmm. and befriending.
1: Gotcha. Well,
0: that didn't go too well. I rolled a, oh I rolled a ten in performance. That wasn't really what I meant to roll, but it's the same roll anyway. So let's say I rolled a ten in persuasion.
1: Okay, they are in, interested in your story, but they come back with an equally sad story about how their business is struggling and they need that money. So you oh, end no. up paying the normal price. Oh no! Sen feels horrible about that. He he, he gladly pays the normal price. <laughs> you drop five hundred gold on that, which I will just keep track of this.
0: I can feel them judging me as the numbers disappear from the ledger. <laughs> what the hell is Sen doing?
1: I think at some point there's definitely going to be like if somebody starts spending way too much money, basically there's going to be a hold put on the ledger as just ink starts appearing. It's being like you need a co-signer on this purchase. <laughs> so you grab some potions and you start to head out of town. Uh, let's just stop to say hi to Street Meat on the way. Okay, so you you look in the uh, in the inn, seeing if Tahan's third line is there right now in the common room. You don't see them, but as you meander about, you start to give up. But as you decide to leave town anyway, you see at the wheel and crank smithy right next to the gate, that right next to this large building that maintains the winch. You see street meat outside with a little leather strap wrapped around a little haft of wood that he is pounding symbols into the leather kind of scoring it.
0: Wait, what is this? Is this the this, is this door knocker?
1: It seems to be just a little footlong haft of wood that he has wrapped oh, okay, leather yeah. around, but it definitely seems like it's leather that he's planning to put on a handle. Ah, I see, I see. Hey, Street Meat, how's it going? He doesn't seem to react for a moment. As you get closer, you hear him mumbling to himself, head smasher. No, no. <laughs> Nail hammer. No. Heavy metal bell ringer yeah yeah bell ringer (laughs) he looks up as you approach oh you are a savior i think is that what you called yourself
0: as it happens yes i am i haven't really done the savior ring yet but that is that is the plan um in fact i'm going there right now in like a few minutes at least to go Mm -hmm. do the saving i just wanted to check in with you haven't seen that door knocker in a while oh uh
1: i he like points across the way towards the smithy, and you see a couple of dwarves doubling down, hammering on it, and they are working it into a shape that it will actually have a handle and be a absurdly large warhammer. But this thing is like person tall, right? It appears they had to take some off, but they're using the metal from it to make a warhammer.
0: Nice. W- where was that thing?
1: Oh, uh, it was in the gatehouse, one of the guard rooms on the side. Yeah, but what was it? Uh, Other than a big thing of metal? I think it was a battering ram.
0: Ah, a battering ram. Good call. It's a nice weapon.
1: Yeah, I've always wanted to battering ram a person. Uh-huh. Yeah, that almost happened
0: when we met, but fortunately it didn't. I'm glad it didn't.
1: Yeah, I got to hit that guy with the shield. It was pretty great.
0: Yeah, yeah, that guy. Just spent like a thousand of my gold, that guy. It's, it's cool. I spent money too. Anyway,
1: um, what are you up to? Where where are you, where are you off to? Uh, I think Lahu is going to sign us onto a caravan. We're going to head east. But uh, good luck saving the orcs. Do
0: you want to come help save the
1: orcs? Uh, I mean, you're an orc. He looks around and like people are giving him dirty looks, but I'm just going to assume that you have been disguised still. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, how is
0: he getting away with, with, with being an orc? Just being a badass?
1: People are scared of him, mostly. Yeah, that's fair. And he is wearing the colors of a mercenary band that's well known. Fair enough. He looks around. What's it pay?
0: Well, <laughs> funny that you should ask that. I have no idea how much to say. How's a thousand
1: gold sound to you? <laughs> uh, you know a reasonable thing to ask, because you're planning to be out for almost a month. Uh, yes. To get into the pressure and to get back, like a conservative estimate is a month. You know that a reasonable pay for that might be like 500 gold. No. Oh. If you gave him a thousand, he would for sure come. He'd be like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Let's do this thing. I feel like it's super dangerous. See how much Gish spent
0: again? Yeah, this is just about right. Looks like Gish spent fifteen hundred. So yeah, this seems
1: reasonable. Right, well, how's a, th- a thousand gold sound? He looks up at you and says, "I'm gonna go tell who. I'll be back. Just give me give me thirty minutes. I'll get my things." All right. Here comes the doorbreaker. So he uh, takes the leather wrap and goes over to the dwarves and tells them that he'll be back and. If they're going to be done soon, they give him the uh, affirmative that they're just putting the finishing touches on it, and he jogs off to the inn and comes back with a large pack and picks up his hammer, which he dubs Bell Ringer.
0: Oh, we're kind of a Bell Ringer now, huh?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's funny because it's like you 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 could ring a bell with a hammer, but then if you hit people in the head with a hammer, their head rings like a bell. Get it? That is,
0: that's good. That's better than Door Breaker, maybe.
1: Yeah, especially since oh. it's not a battering ram anymore. He looks kind of sad. Uh,
0: I see, I see. I feel like
1: you could still break a door with it. Possibly we'll have the chance to test that theory. Yeah, he looks like slightly happier.
0: Are there doors in the line? I don't even know. Right. By the way, do you know much about the pressure?
1: Uh No, never been there. Well, that's too bad.
0: I'm not going to lie. This is not going to be the easiest thousand gold you've earned. But this is going to be good. This is going to be good. We're going to have a great journey. We're going to do good things. Let's do this.
1: Well, I don't think I've ever earned a thousand gold before. So it will be both the hardest and easiest thousand gold I've ever earned. I like I like the cut of your logical jib there, Street <laughs> Meat.
0: Surprisingly
1: astute. <laughs> so you guys head out, and as you, do you want to immediately cut into the wilds, or do you want to take the road for a fair distance? Because the road kind of goes in the right direction.
0: I would think we'd take the road. We might meet some fellow travelers. Lord knows what exciting encounters we'll have on the road,
1: right? Okay. Street Meat
0: seems easier. There might be inns.
1: He nods. Not very many inns. Most people travel this road because it's fast, but uh, it's dangerous. That's why the city is a fort.
0: Oh, well, we're pretty strong. We'll, we'll take care of ourselves. I don't think this is going to be the hardest part of our journey, if I'm being honest. We've got like he a nods. kingdom to a kingdom to take over.
1: He nods again. So as you guys are walking, do you fill him in on your goal,
0: <laughs> yeah, General?
1: Yeah. By the way, so here's the mission.
0: I forgot to mention <laughs> this before. I'm going to become the foretold leader of the presby The whole thing.
1: Uh, roll a Persuade real quick. I want to see how well Sten gets this point across and whether he thinks you're... Insane. ...a cool guy or a crazy person.
0: Oh, I feel like it can be both. Persuade? Mm-hmm. Sten rolls 17 in Persuasion.
1: So at some point you flame on your hand as you're explaining things and generally get your point across pretty effectively. He nods, understanding the whole time, and he's like, yeah, it seems like you have a good claim. It might be hard and dangerous, but... Yeah, you should totally try this. It would be sweet to be the king of something.
0: I, You know, I agree. I'm not entirely clear on all the responsibilities, but I'm sure we'll work something out. Oh, man. I just thought I had a really nice thought. To tell. I'm just thinking, well, because I mean, obviously, I'm not going to be able to stick around in the press forever, even if I succeed. So I'm going to have to install some sort of like leader in absentia. Maybe it'll be street meat. Wouldn't that be a <laughs> telling a fitting end? Anyway, let's carry on.
1: So you uh, get about a day's travel down this road, and you're passing caravans, and they all eye you both with extreme suspicion. But Street Meat is pretty congenial and waves at them and points at his shoulder, which marks him as a well-known mercenary. And they, they still look leery, but they let you by without challenge or fighting you. But I want you to roll a perception, as does Streetmeat. Mm,
0: Sten rolled an 11 in perception.
1: As you guys are traveling, you see... Not a lot. You're just enjoying the road. At some point, your disguise falls away, and he Mm -hmm. looks back at you and is like, it's better to see you the way you're supposed to be. But at some point, Street Meat puts a hand on your shoulder and points ahead, and you see an outcropping of rocks near the road, and he says, there's a bunch of orcs behind those rocks.
0: Where are we right now, like, on the map, Let I ask? You are here, pretty much. Okay, okay. How many? How many orcs?
1: I... Five at least, but mm-hmm. he he also points to the left, up into the hills, the trees. There's also about six humans and dwarves up there that are about to ambush them. Ambush the orcs, who yeah. possibly are themselves about to ambush us. Yeah, it looks like hunters, and uh, also the orcs are probably waiting for a caravan weak enough. They may let us pass because we don't look like we have anything worthwhile.
0: I see. Well, I guess these are supposed to be my people now, so so that we're close enough that this could conceivably actually. This isn't just like. Random orcs. These could be actual, like, Preshlai orcs. Uh, You
1: are on the border of the Preshlai.
0: Okay, okay. There are numerous tribes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Who knows who they are. Right,
0: right. Well, I think we're supposed to be getting along with these people now, so might as well start here. Hey, you
1: orcs up ahead. We come in peace. Also, we have something to tell you. A orc with dark brown skin stands up, big barrel chest with white paint across it in stripes, stands up on the rock and fellow's back
0: who are you i'm sten and i'm completing a long-awaited journey to the precious spy that can wait though how far are we from the the dwarves and humans that we spotted can they hear us easily
1: since you're yelling yes they can probably hear you yelling but maybe not what you're saying
0: okay okay well sten will like kind of slowly approach and try to get within range that he could talk without them possibly hearing what he's saying okay are, are they stopping me from approaching or anything like that?
1: No. You can see a couple of them like peeking around, but mostly he's the only one who's exposing himself.
0: Okay. So then will
1: just walk a little closer and be like, Hey, um,
0: we think someone's about to ambush you. Look up there. But do it, you know,
1: quietly. Look casual. The uh, orc in front of you doesn't look like he was looking behind him, but is clearly looking up the hill and notices what you point out and then looks it back at you and nods, whispers something back to his men that you can't hear.
0: Am I able to tell who these dwarves and and can I even see the dwarves and humans, or was the street meat just conveying that they existed to me?
1: No, once he saw them and pointed them out, you can see them. Okay. Do they have any uniforms or anything that would identify them? Or do they just look like brandos? They look like people who are foresty, rangery types. They're wearing uh, dark greenish brownish leathers. They seem to have bows. Okay. And are attempting to move stealthily.
0: Oh, so they're actually moving. Are they actually coming closer? Mm hmm. Oh, great uh you know those guys are you asking street meat no not well uh, both i guess but but uh whatever this this orc is i don't know his name the white paint guy
1: he just says under his breath hunters
0: hunters is bad right ear collectors hunters of you yeah okay you need any help we're pretty good at beating things up like (laughs) real good at it actually
1: he looks out of the corner of his eye in their direction and says i wouldn't deny a brother some blood
0: a little weird way of saying yes, but all right. I guess I'm going to have to get used to this culture.
1: He jumps back down into a little uh, defile cover they have and clearly does a very short huddle with his fellows who you cannot see. And then it's a moment where you can see that the hunters like definitely know that you know that they're there and start to have a situation where they're like, mm, maybe we don't have the surprise and start to slow down and sort of gather up on each other.
0: And I just yell out, you don't have the surprise. Uh, yeah, You guys should just go. Let's just just call it a miss. No one needs to
1: kill anyone. Make a dexterity save. Oh, great. Send roll 9 An arrow strikes you in the shoulder. Ow! And several oh. more just sort of tic-tac around you as Street Meat dives out of the way. Alright, people need to die. I was wrong. <laughs>
0: How much is this arrow hitting me for?
1: Don't worry about it. This is more more narrative as this is going to be kind of a mass combat and I don't want to deal with that.
0: Fair enough, fair enough.
1: As the moment the arrows start flying, the uh, orcs that are lying in wait put up a common battle cry and charge out of cover up the hill, several of them taking arrows. Do you uh, join this charge?
0: I will not only join the charge, but I will join in the battle cry that I cannot pronounce, but I will definitely try
1: to confidently (laughs) say it. You guys charge up the hill and a couple of the orcs go down under the hail of arrows that comes down. But the moment that they get into melee with these hunters, it ends quickly.
0: Does the does the bell ringer get to make an appearance?
1: Oh yeah, you get in there a little bit late as you attempt to talk instead of charging up initially. But you get in and street meat is on your back and he definitely takes down a dude or two.
0: Excellent. That bell ringer worked well. Well done, sir.
1: He looks at you and then upset looks down at his bell ringer and like you can see that there's gore all over the haft. It's longer than I thought it was. Keep hitting people with the haft and not the hammer part.
0: No, that does look pretty disgusting. Your hands are like all up in there. Mm. We'll, we'll We'll get it cleaned off.
1: Don't worry. He leans down over the dead hunter and begins using that shirt to wipe the gore off of his hammer haft. Not morbid at all. So, hello new friends. By the way, are they speaking,
0: what are they speaking?
1: They are speaking Orcish. The main one is speaking a a little bit of Broken Common when you initially hail him in common, I assume. Yeah, so about that, how long have we been traveling? You've been traveling for almost a full day. When this happened, it. it was dark. Okay, okay, okay. As you were charging up the hill and fighting these guys, in the midst of the fight, you saw... A strange thing amongst these very burly warriors wielding spears and axes, mostly unarmored, but some of them wearing chainmail and the like and helmets. You see what looks like a young girl among them who distracts you for a moment when the fight starts, but then you have to fight. But while you're fighting, you see her kick a guy in the face flying kung fu leap and then jab him a couple times and then have him just collapse dead.
0: Wait, is this, this is an orc, orc girl or a, a hunter mm-hmm. girl? Oh, North girl. Oh, wow. All right. Nice. So she's still, she's still around?
1: Yeah, she's just sort of hanging out in the background.
0: Can I just approach her and be like, that was amazing. Who are you?
1: She looks up. She has like long black hair, greenish skin that gets darker as it gets towards her hands and her feet. She's wearing like a robe, but that's tied up around her arms. So like bare arms and bare legs to keep the robe like away from her movement. Mm-hmm. And has wraps around her lower arms. She looks up and pushes the hair back out of her face and says, Oost. Oost. Nice to meet you, Oost. I'm Sten. She just looks at you and nods.
0: Well, w- well met. But so how old Like, how old is she? Does she look like, in human years? I don't Orcs live like a little bit longer than humans, right? Or is it a little bit shorter?
1: She's maybe 14 years, bordering on an actual adult for an orc. Orcs live a little bit shorter than humans. Yeah. They usually live to like 60 max. Um, By the way, (laughs) reminder that I do
0: not speak Orcish well, so um, that's going to be awkward. Uh, Does um, does Streetmeat speak fluent Orcish?
1: He speaks fluent city Orcish. Okay, Uh, Okay, so when they start chattering after the battle is over and they're looting these dead hunters, piling them up, and just very brutally finishing off the ones that are injured, they actually cut some ears off and stuff them in the dead men's mouths. And Street Meat, once he realizes that, like, you're not following the conversation that they're having very quickly, it's basically that they're gonna go burn what's left of their dead and leave these guys on the road. Cool. Yeah, I believe we said that I, I
0: speak broken or so presumably I can understand more than I can speak. Mm-hmm. But yes,
1: Sten will just attempt to, like, chat with people like, who are
0: you? Where are you from? Where are you going?
1: This group of warriors says they are from the Frozen Tusk clan, and after a short while you realize that they are sort of signifying themselves by just a stripe of white paint somewhere.
0: Okay, excellent.
1: That's always kind of slanted and comes to a point.
0: You guys uh, ever hear of a guy named
1: Olo? A couple of them look a little confused, and then one of them perks up and is like, of the Winter's children? Yes, that's him.
0: He's my friend, my mentor. He has great plans for me, let's say. Hopefully he doesn't hate Olo.
1: There's a little bit of discussion and they're they're like, oh, yes, he's a wise man, a bright one.
0: Yes, he is. Extraordinarily so. He's, the things he says everyone should really listen to, right? That's how I feel.
1: They generally nod in agreement and Boost also just sort of like does a curt nod. Nobody's heard any rumors about where he is right now or anything, have you? They again murmur amongst each other and say, last we heard, he was headed to the Vlovale.
0: Ah, yes. I have actually met him there kind of coming here and hopefully find him again. He may be stirring up some trouble. We'll see. Ah, if he's going anywhere and coming back, he probably means to go to the moot. The moot? Oh, there's a moot happening?
1: Of course. Yeah, obviously there's a moot happening. Sorry, that was a silly thing for me to say, obviously.
0: Yeah, we all know about the moots.
1: We don't expect you to know you are a foreigner and half-blood.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's true. I have no idea. I have no idea what I'm talking about. But thank you for, thank you for uh, being so okay with that. Why do do you intend to attend this moot? It's a complicated situation. I've heard there's a guy named Grago.
1: They all laugh and say, You must mean Grago. Grago, yes, Grago. He leads the up in the snow. He is a half breed like you. Yeah. And then a couple others are like, with fire in his soul.
0: Okay. Alright. Not the crowd. I should be pitching this too.
1: <laughs> so you guys you guys like this Grago, huh? He brings the tribes together. We do not fight against Orc now, we fight against our true enemies. Fair enough. Alright. Yeah, I'd, I'd,
0: I'd like to meet this Grago. I think, so I'll probably be heading that way. Where are you guys heading?
1: We will stay. They basically put the hand out, like, in this area. Continue to raid.
0: Oh, this is pretty much where you guys, uh, spend all your time?
1: No, only until we make a significant capture of goods.
0: Significant capture of goods, huh? What sort of goods? Like carts on the road and such? Provisions. Weapons. Man, I wish I'd known to bring some provisions and weapons. Ah, well. I'm debating to whether to stay and help them and come back that way, which would involve killing some innocent people, which is a little awkward. Um, uh, hmm. Sorry, you were about to say
1: something. You cannot hope to provision a horde without goods. The enemy controls all the means of production. We must find a way to even the playing field a small bit. Who is the enemy? Where would those hunters come from? They point up the road. Those hunters come from Sid's toes, but all along the border, the Umbrian king pays men to collect orc ears.
0: Interesting, and how'd that start? My history is not the greatest. Sorry.
1: Ever since the end of the war, where we lost Black Hill. They throw their heads back and let out a low, plaintive howl. Alright. Hey, 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 Ust, where'd you learn to fight like that?
0: I've never seen anyone fight like
1: that. She looks up at you and says, Garavayur, Temple of the Five Pillars.
0: Well, that's one hell of an impressive fighting style. You're gonna go places. How do you feel about this this great Grago guy? You a fan? You like this work?
1: She shrugs and says, I am here challenging the fourth pillar. And as to Grago, I do not know. I have not seen him. What's the fourth pillar?
0: Fate. Fate. You're challenging fate. What does that mean? Just doing something ridiculously
1: hard? The fate of all is to die. I must meet death. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've done that a few times. Yeah, good times. She like looks at you real close and then just nods. <laughs> I've got the look.
0: So when will you be done challenging this?
1: One cannot know when they will encounter the raven, but so far no enemy has been of sufficient challenge. Interesting. She starts to look at you funny and start pacing around you. Yes. Wait.
0: What? What? Do you, what? What, do you, what? What are you thinking? You are
1: hiding something.
0: Oh. What, like this? I'll, I'll make my hand light on fire.
1: <laughs> she backs up. All the orcs around you back up as well. Sorry,
0: I wasn't trying to hide it. I just didn't have occasion to turn my hand into
1: fire. Are you a sorcerer? No, I don't know.
0: What's a sorcerer? Maybe. I've always been able to do this. Ever since I was, you know, in my... I guess they wouldn't call it teenagers as an orc, but, you know. Ever since I was a, yes, a, young, a young boy. Um, Yeah. Not sure I understand it myself. Sten's like kind of holding up his burning head and looking at it. Olo's actually been helping me kind of come to terms with it and develop it a bit. Used to hate it. Now I kind of like it. Yeah, that's a thing. Didn't mean to hide it.
1: You hear a bunch of them murmuring that this man comes for a challenge.
0: That me, that I come for a challenge? Mm-hmm. Like at the moot?
1: Yeah. It doesn't seem like, oh, like we got to do something about this. They're like, oh, shit, really?
0: That's cool. <laughs> As they should, because it's cool. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, sorry about that. I didn't mean to keep that hidden. Good eye, though. How'd you know?
1: She is behind you and to your left, and, like, jabs really hard into your side, just suddenly. Ow! What the hell? And you ignite into flame entirely.
0: Oh my god!
1: Like, as in, like, rage, or just, like, just the flame? Just the flame. And it peters out pretty quickly because you're not enraged. And the the entire crowd, like, goes kind (laughs) of (laughs) nuts. What did you just do? I struck you where the energy was hiding. Struck-
0: What the- well, I've never been struck by the energy of hiding before. That was a new one to me.
1: Hurts a little bit. Yeah, you could have just asked. No, really, the... you could have just asked. Why didn't you just ask? <laughs> <laughs> she like smiles up at you. More fun this way.
0: All right. Yeah, that was pretty hilarious. <laughs> the farther I get away from it, the orcs around you
1: just generally put up. Have you introduced yourself yet? My name? Yeah. To be honest, I don't honest, think I don't you recall.
0: have. I didn't mean not to, but yes, I'd be like, um, awkward that it's coming this late. My name's Sten,
1: by the way. The leader, the large barrel-chested orc with the brown skin, comes up to you and puts a hand on your shoulder. You're still a, a bit warm, and he seems to be just, like, enduring the pain, and he says, Stan, we look forward to seeing you at Challenge.
0: I look forward to it, too. What's your name, by the way? Tok. Talk. Talk. I look forward to it, too. So how does this Challenge work? You just go there, you say, I'm signing up for the Challenge, look, my hand can turn into fire, and they just kind of let you go for it.
1: He looks around like, how do you not know this? You must go before the Bright Ones and declare your deeds. They will determine whether they are true or not.
0: Oh, this is going to be good. I got deeds up the wazoo. That's the saying here. All those who are worthy, challenge each other. Whoever is most worthy is the chief of chiefs. Sounds like a pretty simple system. All right. I would like to stop along the way to find Olo, ideally, but we'll see how that goes.
1: Anyone want to come with me? It's going to be great. Oost definitely nods assent, but the rest of them say no. They have their duty here. They must provision the horde.
0: Fair enough. Seems like a noble cause. Good luck finding some excellent provisions. We will. I'll make sure the horde's in good hands. Be they yours or another. Indeed. Because, right? That's how it works. Like, even if it isn't me, I'll provide such a challenge that you guaranteed you get the very best. You
1: make us stronger, brother. I make it. Oh, yes. Yes. I come to make you stronger. I look forward to it. I like it here already. After this conversation, it's been happening kind of as they're moving away because they don't want to be right where previous action happened in case more come. But you guys camp for a night with these gentlemen. The whole time, street meat is a little bit, uh, you can tell that he's put off by the the savageness of it all, according to him. But he seems to get along fine with these guys. And you head out in the morning with Oost in tow. While we're traveling, can I sort of just practice orchestra with
0: with these two? Especially Oost.
1: Absolutely at the end of this you are going to be proficient in tribal orkish.
0: All right, excellent. Happy times. Is this like what is the is this like a night like a big old savanna kind of situation?
1: Yes, as you leave the mountains and head further to the northeast, you start to see large stretches of flat and barely rolling hills with shrubs and small copses of trees around, marshy deltas of rivers where they spread out into a million tiny streams throughout a plain kind of thing where you're just sort of walk, 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 walk. Oh, I have to hop over another two foot wide stream. All right. Sounds Uh, really beautiful. It is. It It has a rustic beauty of its own. It is getting much colder as you start to head north and... Sten also realizes that as the days pass, it is getting closer to the end of fall. So quite cold. Yes. So it's getting a bit nippy. Uh, All right. It's okay. I can make a fire very easily. Yes. It doesn't seem to bother you that much as you get colder. You have a chill, and then you think about how cold you are, and then you get kind of annoyed with that, and then you just warm up fine. (laughs) That's convenient. As you travel with Oost and Street Meat, you come across a couple of various small tribes who appear to be just going around grazing animals goats and the like and doing some hunting what they seem to be pretty uh, subsistence level small groups in the distance occasionally you will see a group of mounted elves that come and check you out from afar but regardless of what you do they leave before you can talk to them interesting they just seem to come up spot you and then move away right right. Uh, Is there anything you talk to Oost or StreetMate about while you're traveling? I mean, yeah, I'd want to, especially if I'd like to talk
0: about, just kind of get a sense of the history here, like the Black Hill War that I talked about and losing Black Hill and like why the hostilities with Umbria are increasing or decreasing or, you know, there's like encroachment on the lands or things like that. Oost
1: appears to be relatively well versed in history and tells you that the human emperor and his legions invaded. Their territory used to extend to the sea, the inland Sea. The Preshwy was just a place where some people lived, but it was basically like the Siberia to Russia. Oh, so
0: wait, all of Umbria used to be... I'm
1: looking at like the map here.
0: Used to be orcs? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. okay.
1: She tells you a story that the Bright Ones foretold that the orcs were about to be diminished in a great way, and so Kronach, chief of the Thousand Tribes, instead of attempting any diplomacy or even considering surrender in the face of overwhelming odds, went out to meet the Emperor Hadrian in single combat and was slain. Okay. How long ago was this stuff? About two hundred years. Okay. Okay. And after that Black Hill was lost after a short siege, and the people were forced into the north and lost much of what they have. But she does mention that one of the great monuments that they still have is Garavayar, whenever she says this, she points into the north and uh, does a short bow, which is the Temple of the Five Pillars. Oh, I see. That's where she's, okay, okay. That's where she was trained or whatever. Hey, but I'm what's the fifth pillar? The fifth pillar is the way. It is what we all hope to achieve. And you're on the fourth? Yes. You go in order? Most do. What are, what, are, what? are they all, if I may ask? The first is chaos, the inherent unpredictability of the world. One must accept it. Okay. I feel like I nailed that one. <laughs> The second is the body. One must master one's own life and train to meet any situation that the world may throw at you. The third is faith. One must understand that the gods have a plan and that they count on us to carry it out. And you already know the last, that we are all fated to die. We must accept this.
0: Hmm. Sounds wise. But
1: when it comes to the plan of the
0: gods, what, what do you think? Doesn't, this place looks beautiful, but it doesn't look like that much grows here. What do you think the fate of the orcs is?
1: To reclaim our ancestral home.
0: So is that all of Umbria?
1: She muses her face a little bit. I'm told that some of our previous land was held by other peoples that we subjugated. Perhaps just Black Hill and the area surrounding. All right, all right. Does seem like a unsustainable situation up here,
0: tucked away in the fresh fly, lovely as it is.
1: We have survived, though many have forgotten their culture. Oh, what do you mean by that? Many have descended into a degree of savagery, though... Those of the five pillars have attempted to keep hope and spread the way. Interesting. So was
0: your your order more common back in the day?
1: She nods. There are very few of us now.
0: Let's see. Well, I'm glad I met you.
1: The temple was lost to terrifying monsters for a time. Many of our number were slain, but Grago and his Ebon Snow retook it. We owe him much. Interesting. What sort of terrifying monsters? Chimera, magical creatures.
0: I haven't fought any of those yet. So, you're saying this Grago took back your temple? You didn't seem that enthusiastic when I asked
1: you about him. He instituted small changes. Changes that you don't like. Just changes to the structure itself.
0: Oh. You mean the
1: the actual temple. Yes. It seems we've lost so much of our history. It pains me to see more change. It's understandable. Like
0: what what sort of changes? He
1: claims they are defensive runes crafted from silver.
0: Hmm, interesting. Keep that in the back of my mind. Hey, streaming, how are you liking it here? I think this is a rather nice place, don't you think? it be a little bit colder than I am.
1: He looks around his uh, hair being pulled in three different directions because of the wind that sort of howls around you and pulls in his coat around himself more and is just like, it's great. <laughs> hey, so out of curiosity,
0: if I, if I win this thing, what happens then? How does it work? Do I get counselors,
1: a cabinet, if you will? You would be the chief of chiefs. You decide how you govern.
0: I see. So there's no existing. It all just gets replaced.
1: The Bright Ones are our spiritual leadership. They would continue to counsel you regardless.
0: I see. Well, perhaps at this
1: point we'll kind of continue on our way. Okay. You spend a solid 10 days traveling across the Preshwai, occasionally stopping with various families who give you a degree of hospitality. It appears like there's a degree of new hope and like change in the way these people are doing things it doesn't hit you at first because that's all you see but as you hear stories about how things were like there used to be a lot of infighting over the limited resources that they had but now there's this new party line of brotherhood Mm -hmm. um and people do their very best to give you hospitality
0: man i'm i'm not gonna lie i am struggling to remember why i'm supposed to hate this this gregor guy because so far it looks like he's doing a decent job
1: Each one of these places gives you directions of the moot is in this direction. There, most of the ebb and snow gather. You eventually come across a small area where there's hills around it, except in one direction. Around it are small towers, like little tripods with platforms on the top with sentries on them. You hear a horn blow as you approach, but they allow you to get all the way there. And as you peek the hill, there's a small, it's, it's hard to call it a valley as the hills are maybe like 40 feet tall from the lowest point in the center. But as you step into it, the wind dies down quite a bit and the elements are significantly reduced here. Gotcha. As you step down into this place, there's a number of temporary structures erected. And in the very center, there's a large flat stone. That appears very old and weather beaten. Are there lots of people around? Yes, there's a great number of people, several hundred orcs who are milling about, and you can see just from the iconography and body paint, they're all from various tribes. But you can see that there's one large tent which is topped with a banner that is entirely black with like white speckles. When you look closer, there is a like it's pretty impressive whoever did this with the paint, but they did a black-on-black, black, and there is a moon in the center, like a crescent moon. Black-on-black black moon? Yes. like it's Just like a slightly lesser black? With the speckles is what gives it away. Because uh. everything else is like speckled pretty crazy with, with white, except for this one spot that's a crescent moon.
0: Is that and the Ebb Snow tent over there?
1: Ust nods, and as you are doing this, you actually see a familiar antlered helmet with... <gasps> uh, wait, you gave him a new helmet, didn't you? I did. Wait, wh- yes i carved him a helmet yes yes was I it did, a right? snake helmet oh crap was it a the the snake skull that you gave him yes I, that's
0: right yes 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 that's what it was the big yes it was what was the snake's name again
1: Hesius. Hesius. <laughs> not well actually but i pretended that it was yes, yes you you pretended it was hessius you see a man who doesn't have a antler thing anymore but does have a snake helmet Hesius. he said thanks for a moment Olo begins to approach you and waves and smiles broadly. Olo!
0: Stan, I have come! I wasn't sure
1: if you would come. Oh, I came. I'm not going to miss this moot. Well, I was less sure if you would be able to find it.
0: Oh, yeah, that was the part I wasn't sure about either. But I had help. Uh, This is street meat. This is oost. If I'm being honest, oost was more of the help and the guidance factor of things. Street meat, uh, more of the muscle and teaching me orcish. And just being... General friendly
1: guy to be around, frankly. He's been very helpful. Definitely seems to view himself as a hireling. Like he's been cooking and like setting up camp and always doing something and working. Real industrious guy. Way, way more, way more so than me.
0: (laughs) Wouldn't have made it without him. Probably would starve to death. Street meat just nods.
1: But Allo greets them both warmly. When he goes to Oost, he touches his forehead and bows pretty deeply. But he turns to you and says... I'm, I'm very excited, and so is everyone else, to uh, see you challenge this this upstart.
0: I'm excited too,
1: but Olo, I got a
0: question for you. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest, and I am new to this history of thing, everything I'm hearing sounds like this Grego's like a decent... Or, wait, it's Grago, right? Sorry. Grago. Getting wrong. Grago. Everything I'm hearing seems like this Grago's got things on the right track. Seems like people are more unified, like there's a little more hope in the air, and like...
1: Yeah, they're raiding supplies, but what's the alternative again? Help me out here. The alternative is diplomacy. All right. The united front is not the problem. We should be able to have force of arms to back up our demands, but he preaches that we will regain our land back to the sea, and some suspect beyond.
0: Fair enough. It's going to be hard to argue that I have a better idea. I'm not
1: going to lie, although. I trust you to have restraint where he does not.
0: Fair enough. I don't know if I'll be able to convince these people of that, or convince them that there's anything that Grog is doing right now that's wrong. Everything you're talking about is more into the future. I don't know if people here are going to be able to see that at this point. They're all living in this cold, beautiful, but kind of sparse place. I can see why they'd want some more
1: land. They kind of need it. He looks around and nods. This is true. But luckily, you do not need to convince them that you are giving them a completely different way, only that you are the stronger leader. That is a convenient thing, yes.
0: There is there's merit to the system of government after
1: all. As you're looking around, you see what you think must be like a siege engine or something for a second out of the corner of your eye, but you look over at the other side of the valley as something peeks over the hill and it is a hill giant. Oh my god. Does he look angry or just kind of strolling up? Nope, he's just strolling up. He's like casually munching on a goat.
0: Is anyone else like surprised by this or are they just like, yeah, there's Fred nope. over there?
1: When Olo sees you look over and says, oh, that is the... Chief of the Hill Giants. His name is Roro ro bo Ro-Ro-Bo? Yes, you must put the emphasis on the end, but he gets very angry.
0: ro bo Yes. Oh, I'm going to go meet this ro bo It would be good
1: to have his support before you take control.
0: All right, I'll go talk to him.
1: Hail, Ro-Ro-Bo! You walk over and say, Hail, ro bo and he almost walks by, but then notices you out of the corner of his eye and squats down, and he's still even squatting. His head is still a good six feet higher than you.
0: Uh, well, well met, sir. Just wanted to come say hello, pay my respects. Thanks for coming to the moot. I will personally be partaking in this challenge, so figured I should say hello. My name's Sten, by the way.
1: He uh, reaches out one hand, not the one holding the goat, the just hindquarters of goat now, and like <laughs> puts out one finger and pats you on the head, which feels bad for your spine. He says, Oh, that's
0: probably what the mushrooms feel like. Ow.
1: Sten, funny talkie man.
0: You know, that's not the first time
1: I've heard that. He pats you a couple more times. Soft.
0: Alright, and alright, alright. All right. I see I see your point. Maybe you know, ease up on the insults a little. What why talk? What why talk this isn't gonna go anywhere good. You're very strong, aren't you? Yes, ro strong.
1: Sten glad to have met strong ro ro. The giant gives you a big lazy smile and then tears the goat hindquarters in half, like by each leg, and gives you the smaller piece. Mm. Well, I've eaten ghost food, I've had worse.
0: I'll just eat some raw goat, sure. I am not gonna turn down a raw goat someone just handed to me. God knows how long he's been lugging this thing around. Hopefully it's still good.
1: <laughs> it seems very fresh. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. It's, mm. it's now bleeding on the ground next to you. I'll just tear into it, why not? He gives you a, a bigger lazy smile, and alo approaches behind you and says, Perhaps you should show him your your abilities.
0: Oh, okay, that's appropriate. Alright. Uh robo, bear witness. This is the power that I bring to our tribes. Then I will ignite a hand. And I'll give a, 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 a look to make sure it doesn't try anything funny with my side again.
1: Boost is like sneaking up on you.
0: Okay, you know what? I can oh, just go ahead. Just do it. Watch what she can do. This I time don't even know she how this punches works.
1: you a little on the other side, like a little lower. It's almost punching you in the butt cheek, and again, you flame on. <laughs> completely but punched me so hard that I burst into flames. This time, Bro Robo Stands up to his full height and puts his hand over your head like he's, you know, people who put their fingers through the flame of a candle.
0: No, oh, <laughs>
1: I like that. He says, "Ooh, two little firemen."
0: Wait, two little? There's another fireman?
1: Yes, you another fireman? Fight, Roro Bo, watch.
0: I didn't know he was a fireman. Just okay, all right. At
1: this point, Roro Bo. Just lazily gets out of his squat, laughs, and starts singing nonsense to himself and walks away into the camp again. I like that guy. I like the guy a lot. Olo informs you that he is unusually smart for a hill giant.
0: Dear God, where do they
1: live? He goes on to say they usually live in the hills to the north and west, but recently they clearly have fallen on hard times as well and begun to raid us. One of the things Grago did was find Rorobo here to bring his own people under heel with the promise of fatter land.
0: Oh yeah, I love me a good fat land. Historically, were the, the, were the hill giants like friends with the orcs, or is that just recently since they've been up here?
1: Historically, hill giants have been friends with nobody. Okay. Giants have always just been around and are kind of jerks. Everyone mm-hmm. seems to think, think so, but there are myths of crazier giants up in the high places of the world mountains that nobody has scaled yet
0: these storm giants and such
1: yeah giants who can throw lightning and giants that are made of ice and stuff like that cool hey Olo, did you tell me that grago also did the fire thing yes
0: well that's my memory for you Olo. you're gonna need to repeat things to me sometimes
1: oh of course if there's anything else he he goes and basically lays it out for you again as you are walking and he mentions that you can cook that leg you know he's not going to be mad if you he probably, oh, thank God. I was wondering. And hey, I'll start I'll singeing start it. He probably forgot he gave it to you already. God, I love that guy. Just my kind of person. He loves to pet people's heads, but if he gets angry, he punts them. So he's killed a couple folks already. Uh, who hasn't? He gives you the lowdown that Grogo is basically the chief of chiefs already. Um, right. But nobody has been there to challenge him because no one else fits the mold of this prophesied hero. Oh, so they just keep having moots and then no one comes except for Grago? Well, people come, but no one meets no the requirements. Okay, yeah, yeah,
0: Oh, they come to challenge, but... Either... Okay, okay, I see. He
1: he does say that some have come to challenge, and when the Bright Ones have denied them based off of either their deeds being lies or their deeds not being great enough, they have gotten angry and attacked Grago anyway, and has, he has slain them all easily.
0: I see. Okay, okay. But that doesn't really count as, like, a coronation. Mm-hmm.
1: And Grago's okay. great deed was reclaiming the temple of the Five Pillars. Y- yeah, about that, Olo. Ust
0: um, was... Is it Ust or Uts? Ust. Ust. Okay. Ust was telling me that
1: he he made some changes to that temple, put some, like, silver runes there. Seems a little suspicious. What's up with that? Grago is a foreigner, much like you. He was a gladiator in the Absal for a time. He won his freedom and came north. He seems very passionate about... Leading our people back to greatness. Okay, but what about those silver runes? He claims that it is a spell that he learned in the Avzal to protect the temple from ever falling to such strange creatures again.
0: This is ringing a bell, James. The silver rune thing. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm crazy. It should. It should be ringing a bell, shouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My stem memory is acting up. <laughs> There, there's a bell being run the sten's head but he he's just he, he can't like quite connect the dots he's like i know i have silver runes silver runes it's very familiar
1: <laughs> Olo also tells you that you do not need to challenge him immediately you can hang out for a bit you are welcome here as a fellow orc one of the things that grago did was be like stop being an ass anybody who has orc blood is an orc he's like he's a decent guy can i go meet him He says that it's absolutely an option to go just talk to Grago. By the way, these challenges are always to the death. Generally, it is not mandated. You are to prove your superiority. Okay, okay. And usually orcs do not give up. Understood. Yeah, no, I'd like to go meet him. Oh, guy. he actually tells you that Grago has spared a couple of his opponents. There may have been like 12 guys who've come to challenge him, and six of them were like, I don't care that the bright ones said I'm not cool and fought him. He killed four of them, and two of them, once he beat them, he basically was like, uh, get up, you're strong, like, be with us. All right, excellent. I'm not worried about myself, if it's an obvious,
0: because mm-hmm. I'm not smart enough to be worried about myself. But I mean, if he's not that bad a guy, it seems like a shame to kill him, but we'll see. Maybe we won't go on.
1: So you want to uh, go to his tent?
0: Yeah, and actually, hey, I got a thought. Hey, Um, Oost. Oost comes up to you. Yes? Can we say that on this journey, I've told them about mushrooms, and maybe shown them the mushrooms now and then?
1: Oh, absolutely. That's perfectly reasonable. I think it would be very hard to hide the mushrooms from them
0: right, right. for that amount of time. Oost, how would you feel about niffing some of this mushroom dust? She shrugs. Okay, that's a better reaction I was expecting. Just, I'm going to go talk to, to Grago, and because I'm kind of an idiot and new here, I may say something stupid. It'd be nice to have you kind of watching over me, able to tell me if I'm about to say something stupid.
1: Is Olo able to overhear this? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He says, maybe you should give me some as well.
0: I, you know what? I absolutely
1: should. I didn't realize Olo was going to come with us, but yes, I will do that. So a- and Street Meat, why not? If he, if he wants. <laughs> so Street Meat, Oost, and Olo all snuff up. You've replenished your snuff supply, so you have you have yeah, enough yeah. to give like forty people snuff. <laughs> it may come to that. We'll see. We're going to have a party after this is done. Woohoo! Just have a little fun. Mushroom voices in their heads. Yes. Oost says this may challenge my fate, and then sniffs it. Has a somber monk like meditation face on and then scrunches her eyebrows are they always this loud yeah that's sorry i should have warned you about that i know it's
0: not really fitting the mood of this place but this is just how it is you'll get used to it surprisingly
1: enough she nods street meat seems to be smiling goofily and Alo seems pleased and you guys are all connected via mushrooms the mushrooms also are like
0: dead we're cold
1: oh yeah sorry about that guys
0: when are we gonna be Somewhere warm again. Well, hopefully soon, if this goes well. I'll make sure to keep you kind of by the fire next time we, we sit down for a while. Not too close. Not too close to the fire. I know, I know. Flammable mushrooms, I know. Let's go meet Grago and his, his crew.
1: Okay, you come and basically you realize that there's not a lot of pomp or circumstance here. You walk into his tent and... He has furs and stuff in a corner that resembles a bed. As you look at him, he has black hair, dark brown, not as tanned as most of these orcs, but still pretty tan skin. But he is wearing fine city-made armor and has a two-handed sword that is rested across his back. He's at a rough-made table with a bunch of parchments on it that he is looking at. But he's just alone. Oh, oh, oh wow. Okay. He looks up at you. Uh... Hello. Hello, Grogo is it? I'm Sten. Nice to meet you. A pleasure to meet a brother. Sten, you say.
0: Yes. Not to be weird or anything, but I've come for I've come for the moot for the challenge. I'm gonna be challenging you. Just wanted to meet you first.
1: He smiles pretty widely. I look forward to it.
0: Yeah, I heard I hear you've uh, kind of been looking for a uh, what is it called when the when the bright ones like I'm trying to what's the term for like a worthy challenger? I guess just worthy challenge like for uh, someone. A who's worthy like- challenger. Okay, okay. I hear you've been looking for a worthy challenger for quite some time. I'm hoping I can be that person. I know it may not look the part, but uh, I got some talents of my
1: own and I'll I'll have my, my hand light on fire for him. He looks at it and just for a second is surprised, but then the smile gets even more extensive. He's a half orc like you, but he's definitely showing more orc than you do. Mm-hmm. He's got much larger tusks and heavier brows, but he leaves the table and goes to a cask and pulls out two big wooden cups and pours some out into either. Most of the challengers have not come to meet me first. Uh, this is interesting in and of itself, not just that you are also touched by fire, but that you're so polite. You must be a foreigner as well, both by your accent and demeanor. I am a foreigner. I don't really come from anywhere in particular.
0: Uh, I was raised in the House of Stone as an orphan wandered around a bit since, wandered around a lot recently, going around the world slaying various beasts. Um, met a guy named Olo, and in saying that, I'm going to kind of listen for Olo in the, in the mushrooms to wonder if I'm treading on dangerous territory.
1: You get a mushroom being like, Ugh! but immediately Grago rolls his eyes. <sighs> <laughs> I know we are all brothers, but Olo has been a thorn in my side.
0: Yeah, you know, Grago, I like to just shoot straight. And partly because I like being honest and partly because I'm not smart enough to think of anything more clever than that. And so I'm just going to be honest. I'm here because Olo found me, told me there was some prophecy about me. And I mean, my hands do light on fire, so I figured there's some truth to that. And he told me that I'm supposed to come up here and, and, and lead our people to, to peace and to a new era of prosperity. And he said there's some prophecy about you that's disastrous. But I'm going to be honest, Grago, since I got here, everything i am seeing, it seems like you're on the right track. So I figure whatever happens tomorrow, hopefully one or the other of us can prove that the other one's worthy and we can get things back on track.
1: He is holding the drink out to you this whole time, but as you start talking, he sort of lowers it again and draws in the whole thing you just said and says, I don't believe I've ever met anyone as forward as you, orc or no, and hell, I appreciate it. I look forward to your challenge. I'm really forward to knowing if I really am the chosen one or not, or if it's you. I think fate is a strange thing. Kronach of the Thousand Tribes tried to change his own, and thus brought about our own people's doom. I figure I will do my best, but I shan't try to alter it. If it seems that you are the leader, I would follow you just as easily. Uh, if he's
0: still offering the drink, I will take it and just say, likewise, Grago, here's to that.
1: He just clacks your cups together and drinks. It's pretty bad, but very, uh, alcoholic. (laughs) Now yeah, I was basically. a dock worker. I probably had worse. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not bad hooch, but it's it's bad hooch.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll still drink it down. Well, this is
1: going great. I like this guy.
0: I feel like whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I'm going to kind of be mushrooming to Olo, like, what's wrong with this guy again? He seems awesome. Olo says it's because he's too ambitious. You know, I mean, I can see that, but on the other hand, I'm wandering into a kingdom that I'm not a part of and trying to become its ruler, so... You know, glass houses and all that. I guess we'll just leave it to fate. Hey, Oost, I'm liking this fate thing of yours. You get a mushroom.
1: Oost says she's jealous because you already almost died, and now you get to almost die again.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. You're right. Anyway, yeah, I'll just—I guess I'll just spend some time with with Grago, having some drinks, just getting to know the guy that one or the other of us may be killing. You know, in like 24 hours.
1: Grago takes an immediate liking to you and you know you guys have a sit on some furs for a little while and he tells you the state of things first he asks you you know if you don't if you don't mind tell me about your great deeds and tells you his own if you allow him yes and i will recount our tales of the dragon and the the
0: various demon types of things we fought hessius definitely features
1: heavily He mentions that he has never seen a snake of such size. I like the
0: idea of, like, kind of casually talking about, like, this dragon, this one demon, you know, this sort of otherworldly being. But then this
1: big snake. That's the big thing is the snake. He mentions that you should probably focus on the dragon uh, when you declare your deeds. Oh, okay. Thank (laughs) you. I'm still getting used to this culture. Just in a kind of like, oh, yeah, in the interview, like, maybe you should do this instead of that.
0: I like the idea of Sten playing it off like, ah, I didn't understand that the orcs would value the dragon more, as though not
1: everyone in the world would value the dragon more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He does do a, like, kind of jibing, especially if it's true and he, like, elbows you.
0: It's all true, unbelievably enough, unless
1: I'm insane, which is possible. So are you just hanging out with him and drinking?
0: Yeah, I think so. I want
1: you to roll a con save real quick.
0: Oh god, sorry, I'm being slow, I don't have my second monitor. Well, Sten- oh, those are two good rolls. Sten rolled a 25 constitution.
1: Grago crits with a 23. You both are just drinking, and it's one of those things that slowly it's becoming kind of a competition because neither of you is passing out, but after you've told each other your deeds, he stands up. Either you're gonna die soon or be on my side, so take a look at this. It's gonna be great. And he brings you over to the table where these this parchment, and you see a cartographer made map of the Avzal and umbria and like this portion of the world it's kind of funny because like once it gets into the Presh why it just sort of like fades out and it's like here there be dragons <laughs> um he's kind of drawn in over that probably what's actually there and you can see that mm. near the north of it is this temple he's been talking about and there are a couple other locations like small stationary villages not migratory peoples and also like a couple of uh Locations that are ritually important. He points down at Black Hill. And he's like, okay, so we want to take back Black Hill, right? But well, uh-huh. we don't have very many men. And they have a ton, right?
0: Yep, yep. Well armed.
1: They've got all the armor. they got all the weapons. they got all the magic. They've got the Ovzal backing them up. Seems or, pretty grim, yeah. Or do they? He, like, wavers a little bit.
0: Uh-huh. What's your plan
1: here, Drago? I'm just saying, divide and conquer. You know, any, anyway, anyway. So this big plains north of the north of Black Hill, they have to patrol this whole border and keep it safe. But then he points a little bit to the east on the map, where there's this gap in the mountains over here. There's an old fortress made by our ancestors. It's called the Weirdstone Keep.
0: Weirdstone Keep, okay.
1: Unfortunately, it's manned by Draugr. Oh, them. Do you, do you uh, actually want to pretend like you know what that is? Yes, absolutely. Roll a deception. At advantage. Actually, no. You're you're balancing out to well, normal because so, you are both drunk.
0: So wait, can I say that... Can I pretend... I'm not actually lying. I'm being stupid. So I'm thinking this is the same... What is the... Is it Dwemer? Is that the name of the, of the, the dwarves? Like the dark dwarves? They are Duragar. Duragar, yeah. That, so let's just say that I think that's what he's talking about. Okay, so... So maybe not a deception, but a something. Before, I don't know. We
1: can call it deception. Whatever. He says, So right now I have raiders all along the border hassling them and they have to defend the whole thing so they're spread out and if we can take this fort as well they will have to defend this pass with a large force because they know we could get through it very quickly whereas all the land above it it's not easily passable and we cannot travel very quickly so they'd have to dedicate a large force to this pass and defend this whole border then we could punch through okay so my plan it's a good plan to take this fortress. We will have a significant tactical advantage. Do they even know you're going to be taking it? Will they even know you've taken it? They'll know. It's on a major trade route. Right now, okay. the the Draugr allow non-combatants through. Anyone who does not touch a weapon.
0: So the, what are the, the 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 Draugr that I met were these like little creepy ass dwarves. Is that what these guys are?
1: He laughs. That's so disrespectful. <laughs> these are <laughs> These are the ancient warrior dead who were not able to die in battles, thus they, they mummified themselves and s- trapped their spirits in their body until they were needed.
0: Oh, those are very different than the ones I met. Yeah, those are like a totally different kind of dragger.
1: Unfortunately, when this keep was abandoned by us, the dragger awoke to man the keep in their absence, but they, they will not surrender to anyone, not even us, not even me. So we must take it by force. Wait, so they're dead. Do they talk? I do not know. Most people are too afraid, and I have not seen them myself. Oh well I once this is all over, depending
0: on how things go, I am very good at going up and talking to the things that are probably gonna kill me. And sometimes I even become friends with them. You should have seen this one huge mushroom. Okay, that wasn't me, that was one of my companions, but still I was there. Hmm. Anyway, I'm getting a little off track. Seems like a good plan.
1: What what happens after that? Then we can make a push for Black Hill, preferably trap their forces outside the keep. So Black Hills, that that's, that's the goal, is to stretch as far as Black Hill. Step one, we must have a base of operations, a place for our people to live and thrive, and then who knows what happens next. We will control the largest and most well-fortified fortress in the north.
0: Hmm, seems a good plan. Sten's thinking,
1: he's like, I know that
0: the middle children like wanted stability and all, and I see that, but also stability sucks for these orcs, so like, I don't know what to think.
1: As you're thinking this, he wraps up the map and says that's enough business for today i'm starting to get a little bit of a headache i'm gonna go have some food you want to come yeah sure i'd love some food okay you get some food and as you come out you see oost Alo, and street meat sort of pretend to not look at you guys as you come out because they just know you're coming out and have been semi listening in on the conversation right right through the mushrooms you guys eat he's continues to be very congenial when do you want <laughs> to challenge him Oh, is it not tomorrow? It's just like to, not he, not today. I want to get over my hangover first. Okay. So um, does he? He jokes at
0: some point of if you challenge me right now, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> okay, I didn't realize. I thought it was like a, there was a set time for it. I didn't realize it's just whenever. But yes, tomorrow. Let's say. In the meantime, Sten is like desperately wishing there was a Sariel here to talk to, to to help him understand why he shouldn't be
1: friends with this person immediately. <laughs> He's
0: struggling to see
1: how this is all such a disastrous plan. It seems like this guy doesn't feel like this challenge is going to come between you being allies.
0: (laughs) Nor does Sten,
1: assuming one of them, they don't both live,
0: or assuming nobody dies, that is. Mm -hmm. In the back of his mind, Sten is feeling like Sario would be shaking her head continuously right now. And he's like, man, I really rely on... Um, the rest of those guys to keep me in check because I feel like I'm doing something stupid right now but I I can't convince myself otherwise
1: do you want to try to find a way to clear that up in your mind or do you want to uh, just confusedly hang out the next day and be like I guess I'm challenging him oh
0: no I I, I mean either way I need to challenge him he needs it too whether he's my enemy or my friend that seems to be the thing we need to do I'm just not sure what I'm going to do afterwards. It's so different than what he's going to do. <laughs> I mean, the diplomacy thing sounds great. I can explore that. Not really sure what the orcs have to offer in such a situation, but we'll see.
1: Well, you could always go with like a a modified his plan is like lay siege and then be like, yo, if you don't surrender and leave, we will kill you all. But if you do, we sure, just sure. take this section and you surrender and then leave. And then we just take this place. I mean, yeah,
0: as far as I've heard, though, that's all that's consistent with his plan as well. Sounds like he's a slightly more bloodthirsty... I mean, yeah, like I get the impression that you're hinting that it will not end there and, and we'd get more and
1: more bad. So, I get that. But in the short term, it seems like we're pretty good friends. Yeah. Okay, the next morning, you plan to have it in the afternoon so you can get over the hangover, have lots of water, have Olo, has to cure wounds on your head. <laughs> yes. Uh, purify toxins. And the Bright Ones, which is maybe 20 or so various Olo-looking dudes, mostly significantly older than Olo,
0: low looking dudes. I like that.
1: They often have uh, animal motifs. Oost seems to regard them with like, these people are beneath me kind of attitude. Oh, interesting. And they all seem to, even though she's much younger than them, treat her with uh, respect. Hmm. She's kind of a badass. But you see that Ust it ac- actually has a, like, seems to have a say in this. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And there is one other person who very much looks like Oost in similar dress, more like robes and bearskin, whereas everybody else is wearing some degree of hides. All right. Olo announces you and declares that you are fire touched and then sort of points at you being like, do the thing. I'll raise a hand up, light it on fire, and then kind of give a quick glance to Oost and then like light my whole self on fire. She just smiles from the, these people are all sort of uh, sitting either on their knees or cross-legged in a large circle around the stone in the center of camp where you are standing next to it. Olo says then that you should declare your deeds. What makes you worthy?
0: I am Sten. I came from being a simple orphan raised in the House of Stone. I forged my own path in the world and have fought foes and nations and forged alliances the world over. And I've told them the story of of the most recent... Well, actually, I'll leave the dragon till last because that's kind of badass. I'll talk about the witch and it's to start with the the were rats talk about the feywild that was a crazy time Hesheus still factors heavily despite Grago's warning there's a decent <laughs> amount of time dedicated to Hessius. and I'll point I'll point to the the helmet of Olo and and see them. that was his fate even though it wasn't <laughs> and then I'll I'll go on to but but I feel like more to know <laughs> Sten, this isn't even really a lie so much as an idiocy because in his mind, Sten is absolutely convinced that is Hesius. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'll talk about the uh, was it the, the Cold Forge and the dragon there and the 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 Golem Watchers, Zelnihiroth, the Reborn, the Resplendent, the the ass. <laughs> at, at some point when you bring up Zelnihiroth, someone cries out, "Was he slain?" No, we should have killed him. We had the chance. We let him go. We thought he might help with the dragon. He didn't. And he was a jerk about it. He didn't even recognize that we were the victors. God, there's hate that there's guy. some
1: like murmuring, but then like they all are just like, mm, okay.
0: But yeah, and I'll tell them the story of the dragon that we slew. That battle was crazy. The demoness that I released from a sword as I impaled into my body. The otherworldly, nothing that listens. That also possessed the dragon. The fact that I climbed up on the dragon's back and broke its spine with my hammer that I'll hoist aloft. Actually, no, that was the God Slayer, but let's just Different say hammer. it was my hammer. Different Hammer. Different Hammer. It was better than this one, if I'm being honest, but this one's pretty good, too. So <laughs> they, al-
1: they always get, like, a little bit weird faces when you get caught up, like, in the details.
0: <laughs> well, that's just dead. Like, something um,
1: that just makes your story less impressive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, and then I'll end after that grand tale, I'll be- and then recently I became a dog, and I was in a town disguised as
1: first a dog and then a hobgoblin,
0: and then I came here.
1: <laughs> they get, like... Cause you, you hit the high point with the dragon and then you went down to like the very mundane as being like, Oh, I got turned into a dog and then they're like waiting for the next like high point. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh man, it's gotta get crazy after this. He already fought a dragon and he's clearly going up. <laughs> that was that was the plan, yes.
0: Or the joke rather.
1: And there's a there's a pause as everybody awaits you to say something else, and then I guess you just say, And then I came here. And then I came here to the moot and be like just a long arc of pause. sten uh, allo comes nice. up and is like yes sten judge his deeds and you haven't lied but at this point you realize that several of the people surrounding you have been just like touching the floor the dirt in front of them with their fingers and pick up their fingers and in chorus say this challenger speaks the truth
0: i will simply nod affirmatively
1: and allo calls out to the crowd a lost chieftain noble and strong raised among foreigners they will return to reunite our host in the people's darkest hour you will know them by the fire in their souls and the greatness of their deeds are there any who deny that this could be sten and no one does everyone's like that's pretty cool this guy seems all right (laughs) ended on a weird note but pretty good (laughs) yeah like everyone like no one's like yes this is excellent but everyone's like no okay yeah (laughs)
0: I just like I just like the idea of Sten just not really fully appreciating like, the difference in magnitude of like
1: the time he turned into a dog and the time he slew a dragon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At this point, they ask you, how do you want to challenge Grago? Do you mean just I can just say whatever I want, or, or is there? Do you mean something specific? Like, do you want to set you... any conditions to the fight? You know, from Olo, that it is traditional to say combat with no conditions.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I would just say I've met Grago over there. Seems like he's doing great things for our people, and I would challenge him for the right to rule our people myself and also to give him the authority should I fall. I think either way, it's going to be a good thing for everyone. So I challenge him to combat with no restraints, no conditions, including, I might add, that need not be to the death should it not turn out that way.
1: Grago advances, draws his sword, hands the sheath to a warrior next to him, and says, "'I welcome another lost brother in the tribe.'" I will not think less of you if you surrender now. I would not wish to slay you accidentally. Sten will just laugh. See, I like this guy. Let's do this. Okay, you are going to enter a sort of narrative combat with this gentleman. It is going to be somewhat like a skills challenge. Okay, all right. But it's going to be mostly who can succeed this first, as you are both going to take turns doing three things. So first, roll initiative.
0: Sten rolling 19. Some nice artwork you're laying down here. That's the big rock slab in the middle.
1: Yeah. You rolled a nineteen. He rolls an eight. This narratively plays out as him hoisting his sword up onto his shoulder and just doing the "come at me, bro." <laughs> Shall I just go? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I, I will in fact come at him.
0: Or well, I'm gonna I'm just gonna sort of burst into the my gleeful rage, assuming he will do the same. And ignite on fire. I'll just charge immediately and let's and and just I'll hurl. Assuming this is allowed, we don't have to have a single weapon. I assume it is because we have no conditions. Yeah. Um. I'll just hurl my pylum at him as I'm charging at him. And leap up onto the, the rock in the center and just jump down on him with my warhammer held high.
1: I'm going to go back in time and okay. say him getting a lower initiative means he reaches over to one of his warriors, takes a shield from them, puts his very large two-handed sword on his shoulder and just does a like come hither with the shield. Uh, okay. So as you throw this javelin, are you doing a, I want to take a shield out of this fight? Yes, yes. Kind yes. of roll. So these are, assuming that you're both fighting really well, and he is a very competent warrior, are you trying to just drive this thing through his shield so hard that he can't get it out? Kind of thing? Athletics?
0: I'm not entirely sure what the alternative would be, but yes. Or, I mean, if he, you know, doesn't bring his shield up in time, I'm happy to have it hit him too, but but yes, that would be the idea. Roll. Oh, I see. You're thinking, like, what kind of roll it would be. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yes. Uh, it's a of
1: 10 in athletics, which is a very poor roll indeed. The Pylem goes into it and he just, uh, runs up to the edge of the rock that you are jumping up onto and slams the shield down onto the rock, breaking the Pylem tip off. Clever. I like it. And you do not succeed that round. As you are jumping towards him, he actually tries to faint and get under you. As you are jumping over the rock towards him, he sort of just go- runs up to the edge of the Rock slams the shield down, breaks the pile him off and then ducks down, putting the shield above his head. So you find yourself just with nothing really to swing at, and you are now jumping over him. But he stands up under you and tries to, like, flip you with his shield. And that is going to be an acrobatics roll. Yeah.
0: Okay. Got a bad feeling about this,
1: James. Hopefully I befriended
0: him enough that he doesn't kill me. Oof. Uh, it's not a crit.
1: He rolls a 24, and... You basically, as you were jumping over him, he catches the bottom of your feet with his shield and just decelerates your feet. So your head keeps going and you just do a like full flip and land on your back behind him and have to scramble to your feet to get away from his sword. Oof. Okay. He means business. You're up. All right. So he's one handing the sword right now. Is that right? Yes. And at this point, he also flames on. But as he does it, it seems like all of the fire like extends from his chest and envelops him. Oh, interesting. It's a little different from yours, which sort of spontaneously erupts everywhere.
0: It looks pretty cool too. I'll get, I'll give him that. All right, so let's say if I'm on the ground and I'll, I'll try to like, you know, I got a long weapon. He's probably not expecting it. I'll try to like lunge under his shield and, and sword and get under him and push him back against the uh, the stone, like in close combat.
1: Okay, tell me which skill you're using to do this. I feel like, well, I feel like that would be athletics again. Tell me if I'm wrong. I'm just trying
0: to like use raw strength to overpower him.
1: That's what you just tried to do and it didn't work. So you need to try something else. Because you know if you t- try the same trick twice, he is going to get you again.
0: Can we go with intimidation? Like maybe most people will be afraid of his flame and I'm just like diving into it.
1: Oh yeah, sure. Intimidation, basically like you're using your weapon as like a, if it hits, it's going to drop him. So you know that he has to back out. But you're trying to corner him against the rock, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, intimidation for sure.
0: I'll try to like make my flames like as bright as can be. We're like having, you know flame measuring contest here
1: i i assume you go frenzy yes yes, yes. oh yeah because we're we have rounds yeah, yeah yeah that works
0: okay all right here we go ah 22
1: intimidation you back his legs against the rock and you know just because he has to back up you know and he doesn't think about it early enough that he should be jumping up and ends up with his legs against it and actually has to like drop his butt to the rock and then uh lift his legs and like roll back over it to get away which doesn't leave him in a good position as you hop up onto the rock chasing him. Excellent, excellent. Okay, uh, it is his turn. You can tell just through the rage that people behind him are getting like, this is a real fight where all the other ones, he just probably hammered these dudes to the ground. You are winning back and nobody expected this to happen. But Grogo also seems to notice this. As you see, as he's rolling away, he looks around at the crowd and sees that they are like, Whoa turns to you and just like spreads his shield and sword wide and Care Bear stares you, basically. Uh, (laughs) An eruption of flame from his chest shoots out at you. Whoa, okay. I'm debating religion or nature, but it's a wisdom-based thing. So uh, actually, it's just going to be a wisdom save. He rolls an 18 and just catches you full in the chest with it as you were about to jump over the rock and you get hit with a ray gun of fire. Which, even though you're flamed on yourself and resistant to fire, it hurts you a lot. Okay, alright. I want you to make an insight real quick.
0: Oh, that's interesting. I was just going to suggest the same. Alright, I rolled 20 insight.
1: When you were in the elemental plane of fire, the other fire felt like family? Question mark? Mm-hmm. This fire feels like bad. It feels mm-hmm. like somebody's... Uh, it feels like it's chained. Like it's unhappy to be doing what it's doing. Okay, interesting. This is
0: this is going along with what I was thinking of doing next. Okay, you're up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna run at him again and maybe try to like beat his shield back with my hammer. Mm-hmm. But I wanna like see if I can press my hand to that spot on his chest and like I just have a sense like if I can like feel out that flame and maybe like commune with it somehow or talk to it and like maybe get control over it to some extent. Or fight oh. it with my flame or something.
1: That's sweet. What are you doing? Because that sounds like sleight of hand. I was going to say insight. Any acrobatics? I, Wait, what were you going to suggest? I
0: was going to say insight because I'm like, there's something about that flame that, that I can control, um, but we could do acrobatics if you think that's more appropriate. I mean, I, do, I guess it depends on whether you're talking about the making contact as being the difficult thing or the communing with the flame.
1: Uh, I feel like making contact would be the harder part. Okay. In this um, case. Can I do acrobat? Can I use inspiration? I have
0: an inspiration thing. Yeah. For, inspiration for advantage, advantage right because this guy's got you right.
1: you're feeling pretty bad and he looks pretty okay
0: indeed indeed all right i'm gonna he go is for one it. roll away from winning no oh,
1: okay here we go well that didn't go well roll 10 in acrobatics you try to get in close but after the first failed attempt at which he just sort of brings up his shield and blocks your hand and looks confused for a second but then realizes that you're like trying to put a hand on him and it doesn't seem like he knows what that means but doesn't want it to happen and his guard is up Well, it's not going well. At this point, he's gotten a couple good hits in on you, and it seems like he's trying to finish it, and he's less aggressive now. He's fighting more defensively as you've sort of taken the aggressive option in this part, and he's letting you come to him for the most part, but now in a last moment, he's just going to make an athletics to try to beat you down. Just go in with a flurry of sword strikes that he expects you to be able to block, but he's just going to try to keep hitting you so fast that you can't do anything but block until uh your arms give out. all right i like his chances <laughs> he rolls a 13 and that doesn't make it he savagely beats on you for a minute but like it actually seems like it tires him out more than you
0: <laughs> well good okay can i
1: while this is happening
0: roll a perception for like maybe he gets a little tired with one swing leaves an opening for me to try again to get in there
1: oh yeah for sure perception seems like a good thing to wait for that opening Try to do your uh, touch him on the chest thing.
0: All right. I'll spot an opening and lunge for it. Uh, I rolled a six in perception.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. Dang it. Um, So he's starting to get tired and you uh, hold up your hammer with one hand and sort of dive under the swing, trying to get close to him. But you get a shield in the face as he bats you away, but also has to back up himself. So he's no longer doing his wailing on you thing. And you both uh, take a step back from each other, uh, huffing and puffing. And the crowd around you uh, continues to sit on in silence as this fight has gone gone on for a couple minutes and nobody expected it to go this long. <laughs> so what is he going to try next? As you both step back and you are doing like the huff, 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 sword sort of at half guard because you're both a little tired, he is going to... You want to help me out with this? I'm trying to think of something cool for him to try. Um, And he's been a gladiator for a long time, so he should know some tricks.
0: Like some sort of sleight of hand thing to like trip me up or knock my weapon away or something maybe or like a constitution to just absorb the impact of one of my swings and oh, grab my okay thing away. that's
1: actually pretty good he is going to run forward suddenly and actually throw his shield at your face as he's running forward which you are able to beat out of the way but then he is going to come in right behind that with his sword attempting to get the moment that you are distracted But his idea is kind of a clap in your face, blink kind of thing, so he's going to make an Intimidate, much like you did earlier, trying to get you to back back up and drop your guard. Oh, s***. Sten, you swing at the heavy shield coming straight at your face, rather than just ducking, and the shield shatters and flies off and almost hits somebody in the crowd, but at this point, you realize that you don't have enough time to bring your hammer back to block his incoming sword, which he is now wielding in two hands. And he cuts you deep in the chest. Oof. Ow. And in that moment, you drop your flame sputters out. Right as consciousness leaves you, you see uh, Grago almost collapse on top of you, but catch himself, so he's hands on either side of your face, and he leans to the side and says, Healers! Healers, come here! Uh, am I just out? Like, you yeah. Unconscious? You're, you fade from consciousness as you lose a lot of blood, but... Your consciousness swims back sometime later as Olo is sitting next to this uh, just bundle of furs that you're put up on. And he uh, leans forward and puts a, a hand on your arm and says, you fought well.
0: I didn't win, did I? It doesn't feel like I won. You're very astute. Oof. Well, am I alive? It doesn't feel like I'm alive either. Does it hurt? It hurts real bad. Then you're alive. Oh, good. Thank God. How's, how's, how's Grago?
1: He had quite a few bruises, but he's up and about. He will probably come to congratulate you soon on being the first to truly challenge him.
0: Yeah, it doesn't feel like it warrants congratulations. He kicked my ass. Damn, that guy's good. Something's up with his flame, though. I just had a sense for it. Just couldn't get my hand on it.
1: Olo looks a little bit like, what What do you mean?
0: I don't know. It felt wrong. Like, he didn't want to be there. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but he's too good. He kept me away the whole time.
1: Olo looks concerned, but uh, at this moment, Boost comes in and he stops talking about that. And she says, "I'm envious of you to brush with death so closely." Yeah, that was pretty close. That's about as close as I've gotten.
0: Yeah, and it, you should be. It's
1: it feels fantastic. Let me tell you, Stenzer sarcastically. She nods, like a hundred percent serious. <laughs> Olo asks you, "Are you ready to talk to Grago, or would you prefer I?" not inform you, him that you are awake. No, no, it's fine. Send him in. Olo leaves, and a couple moments later, Grago comes in. Oost continues to sit in the corner of the room in a meditative cross-legged sit, and Grago steps in through the tent flap. Outside, you can see there are a number of people standing around, sort of uh wanting to be close to the door, but don't want to be eavesdropping too hard. Grago looks over at Oost, nods respectfully, and then comes over and kneels next to you on the floor and says, I think your horse doesn't like me now.
0: Uh, he, he can kick up a fuss. It's okay, I'll, I'll talk to him. Goddamn, you're a hell of a fighter. As are you. I'm glad you survived. Yeah, I'm glad I survived too, actually. Cut me deep.
1: One of the best lickings I've taken. It comes from a, a lifetime of conflict.
0: I hear you. You probably had more experience than me, honestly, in that respect. Well, congratulations. On your worthiness.
1: It is good to finally be challenged by someone the Bright Ones consider worthy. Now they finally believe me. Previously they considered that surely there must be another out there to challenge, because no chief has ever been appointed without contest. Uh, Believe it or not, I think it was an honor. Likewise. I wanted to ask you something very important. Please. I think it goes without saying that you are welcome to join the Ebon Horde... You are one of us, you are a brother, but I want to ask you something more personal. I want to ask you if you would join my tribe.
0: You're tr- wait, I'm sorry, I'm confused. Didn't you just say join the Ebon? Isn't that his
1: tribe? The Ebon Snow Horde is his coalition. Oh, it's not a tribe. Because he's trying to unite under all, all the tribes under the Ebon Snow, but he, okay. is, he is of the Black Moon. And okay, okay. he will say, I, I know my tribe does not have much history as it was formed when I left the Abzal. But I think we have a chance to make something new. Yes, I, I would. I would be honored. I would love
0: to be like Sten's like getting a little touched at the idea of actually being able to be like an official part of something here. Yes, I would. I'd be honored.
1: He looks over at Ust and says, "Would you be witness?" Ust nods, and he pulls out a little knife, holds out his hand, and asks for your hand.
0: I will give it to him. And I'm like,
1: God, he's gonna cut me again. <laughs> I feel bad cutting you again so soon. It's all right. I can take it. He uh, just makes a little nick in your palm, makes a little nick in his palm, and slaps it together. Now we are bound by blood as family. Family, yes. That
0: feels good
1: to hear. Hopefully now your horse will stop trying to kick me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll work on that. I think we can get there. Very well. He drops the sort of formal upright sitting on his knees and just thumps back onto his butt. So I hope it doesn't hurt too bad, does it? It hurts pretty bad, but I think I slept through the, mo- the worst of it. I'll-, I'll be okay. Impressive, making me feel worse than when I fought a dragon. Ah, uh, well, I hope, like you said, that the fire inside you protected you mostly from that. I have to warn you, you're about to face a more harrowing danger than I. I What's believe that? there there were quite a few ladies who saw you fight, and they will want a chance at conquering you. Oh, okay then. That's... Thank you for the warning. I've had to post guards around my tent just to keep them away from myself. <laughs> Wow, okay. Yeah, I'm new to this culture. Oost chuckles a little bit and says, uh, I had to put two down who tried to sneak in in the night. What, here? While I was, like, in a coma? Yes, some are very
0: cowardly. Oh, wow. I have a lot to learn about this culture. How, how, how long have I been out?
1: Day and a half. Day
0: and a half, okay. Olo is quite a talented healer, and he seems to have done well on you. Yeah, I'll be all right. So, about this plan of yours, when is it going to go
1: into action? That is the next thing I was going to ask. You are even more capable than I had hoped. And you said you have very strong friends who'd helped you defeat this dragon. I do. Uh, I was hoping I might be able to convince you and they to infiltrate the weird stone keep for me. And wrest it from the Draugr's control.
0: I am definitely up for convincing them to do that. That sounds right up our alley, to be completely honest with you. And as it happens, I have to get back to a meet with them I think I have to be leaving pretty soon, but yes, I will I will absolutely talk to them about that. How much how much should, should I tell them? All that you feel is prudent. I trust you. I appreciate the trust. If there yeah, is... I, I can't make any guarantees, but I I can guarantee that that I will be there at least and I'll bring along as much help as I can.
1: I hope you understand that it would be a hard sell to convince warriors to go and slay their honored dead. So, yeah, there's one
0: guy who might be actually down for that. He likes putting people to rest who aren't resting. He in particular, I feel like, might get something out of this. Hmm. I'm
1: glad you have an expert on your side. In my mind, it is no dishonor to give an honorable death to a warrior who so craved it as to mummify himself. That
0: makes sense to me. And hey,
1: maybe we've talked our way out of weirder situations, so it's possible we'll end up being their friends. Presumably that would work as well, should that happen. Uh, that would be perfect, if, assuming you could uh, convince the Draugr to allow us to occupy the keep.
0: Right, right, of course.
1: Probably not going to happen, but again, stranger things, man. Indeed.
0: I befriended a whole mushroom colony. I, I'll show them mushrooms. Those Measal, things are strangely adorable. Indeed they are. Yes. I'm going to melt this Grinch's
1: heart, I swear. <laughs> it's going to be um, Orc tribes of friendship by the time I'm done. Yeah. He... Sits there for a little longer, assures you that you're probably in good hands with Ust watching over you. Probably won't be accosted until you're uh, completely ready to go, which you will probably be, be okay. ready to go at 100% in a day. Okay. A couple more treatments from Olo. Is there anything else you want to do before you leave?
0: I guess I'd like to check in with Olo and, and just ask how he's feeling about all of this. I know this didn't go exactly as he planned, and yet somehow Sten is feeling like this actually went pretty well. And it makes a lot more sense this way. So Stend's in a bit of a confused state and is curious how Olo feels.
1: Okay. Gargo, at some point assures you that you should continue to rest and steps out of the tent again. And Olo comes back a little while later to continue healing you. And you ask him how, how things are going.
0: Yeah. um, How do you feel about all this, Olo? I know you kind of sent me here to kill that guy. But now we're, I got beaten and we're kind of friends. Now I'm in his tribe. This seems like it didn't go the way I expected. I must
1: say... At first, I anticipated that you would win. Not that you would have to kill him, but that you would defeat him at the very least. I have seen and heard that you are fond of befriending things. But yes. when you fell in combat, I was at peace. I assumed this is fate. This is what the prophecy demanded. I played a part in it. But now that you've told me that there was something corrupt, something chained about his fire, this makes me
0: less sure. Hmm. Interesting. It did seem weird. But I don't know, it's just a feeling I had. Maybe it's nothing. If it is something, maybe it's just inside him, not really a part of him. He doesn't seem like a bad guy, even if he is a little ambitious. I don't know. I feel like he's, at the very least, redeemable. Well,
1: I will do what I can. My responsibilities are clear as a bright one to counsel the chief of chiefs. Well, good. Keep an eye on
0: things here. I'll I'll let you know what, what's going on with my friends. But yeah, I'm going to be trying to get them to
1: come back with me. Take that Draugr keep. Um, ah, Yes. He intends to make you a warden of the land if you managed to take it. Ah, well, I, I could live with that. it looked pretty on the map, at least. It is a kingly prize. It's uh,
0: on a major trade route. Yeah. How do you feel? Like, how do you feel about that? I mean, again,
1: like, I feel like I came here to stop something and now I'm a part of it. Did I let you down? Fate is strange. One cannot try to steer it, and often it ends in your doom doing so, but it is never decided either. Who knows what roles we may have to play before the end, before our ends. Yeah, who knows? I Yeah, I used to sell
0: cheese, or rather deliver cheese. So yeah, I hear you on that point. Is Oost here? Uh, Yeah, she's still in the corner of the room. Hey, Oost. when it comes to challenging fate, how does
1: taking over a Draugr-infested keep measure up? She was head down, hands out in a little ohm position, and her head snaps up with like a big grin on it. Yeah, I thought you might like that one. You want to come along? She looks around the tent as if taking in the surroundings and then nods. All right. I think you're going to like my friends. Maybe. Actually,
0: possibly not. We'll see. <laughs> I'm sure they already, they're expecting me to bring back
1: something weird. So it might as well be you. At this point, Streetmeat comes in holding a wooden bowl full of stew. Hey, oh, I thought you might be hungry. You are the best thousand
0: gold I've ever spent, Street Meat. That looks delicious.
1: <laughs> he like chuckles to himself.
0: Oh, by the way, just as a bit of callback, Street Meet. I've never spent a thousand gold before,
1: so you are both the best and the worst thousand gold I have ever spent. Nice. We'll see if this is the the best or the worst soon enough. Soon enough, you'll spend another thousand gold, and I'll earn another thousand gold, and we'll ch- we'll decide whether it's the best or the worst. I, I like that. I like that. Sorry to make you haul me all the way here just to get my ass kicked, but believe it or not, it turned out pretty well. It was pretty wild. I've never seen a fight quite like that, even in the in the pits of the Avzal. Well, the best part of it, did you see the giant watching the whole time?
0: I was not really paying attention to it. I was mostly on fire and focusing on my also on fire opponent.
1: Reasonable. He started eating his own thumb. Like he had a goat, but he got, he just ate through the goat and started chewing on his own thumb.
0: It's oh pretty my.
1: wild. Like he must've been God. really into
0: it. Okay. So it's like biting your, it's like not even a nail biting. It's beyond like a nail biter. It's a, it's like a thumb eater yeah. the contest. Okay. That's,
1: that's flattering. I suppose. He was pretty irate afterwards. Uh, we had all had to run away, but like, we're, we're just glad he didn't step on you.
0: I'm also glad of that. Wow, I made a giant eat his thumb. That's an honor.
1: He just chewed it up real good.
0: Even so. So I'll take that.
1: So is there anything else you want to do or talk to people while you're here?
0: No, let me just, make, maybe just mingle a bit. Or maybe like, you know, chat it up with some of my new tribe members if there's any here. I don't know how many people are in this tribe. I should probably get like some sort of
1: clothes that are like, I presumably have a symbol or something. The symbol of the Black Moon clan is a, a black moon? A black crescent moon with the points facing down.
0: Cool. Can I get like a like a t shirt with that on it? <laughs> yes. You get a t shirt with that on on the on
1: the breast pocket. I don't <laughs> No, you you get a, uh, you can get like a leather vest with it on. What what do you want? I think a leather vest. That sounds, that sounds fantastic. There's a leather vest. It has a black moon on the breast where a pocket would be. All right. While you are meeting your fellow clanmates, you realize that most of them are civil orcs, orcs who were raised in other countries. Okay. Mm -hmm. And when you ask about it, most of them came with Grago. He came and like picked him up and hired him and then brought them with him, and then he sold them on this pie-eyed dream of, I'm going to go and kick butt and conquer the world.
0: Much like he did me. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's nice to be a part of the family.
1: So before I do leave, I
0: need to talk to Grago and be like, hey, so how do we coordinate this keep thing? You just want me to go there whenever and let you know when it's done, or do I need to let you go know before I go there? If you could
1: get me ascending before you do it, and when you complete it, that would be good, because we would like to occupy the keep as soon as possible.
0: Understood. Okay. I think I can somehow do that. Do we have like pigeons or anything? How do we communicate?
1: We can have Olo or one of the other shamans write you a scroll of sending. That would be perfect. You can get this one at cost, basically 200 gold of uh, materials. It appears that even though this place is kind of a, a meeting and everybody's here and appears like everybody's doing okay, it does appear that they're kind of starved for resources.
0: I understood. Yeah.
1: Yes, I will do that then.
0: Ha! Now I'm beating Giege in terms of how much money I've spent. I'm going to get in so much trouble.
1: Okay, this scroll will be even cheaper if you make it specifically to Grago. Oh yeah, that's yes, that is what I want. Okay, then it's only 100 gold. Perfect. So you get a scroll that basically even you can use. You don't need arcane affinity to use it. It's just you speak his name and then it... And the next 25 words go to him.
0: All right, excellent. Grago, I think I'm I'm going to head back. Better get going soon if I'm going to meet my friends in time wish me luck with the keep. I got I got a good feeling about it.
1: Before you are entirely cured there are a couple of moments where you're conscious and one of them a, you know, muscular and attractive female orc like slides very stealthily under the edge of the tent and stands up and starts creeping towards you but then gets three pressure point jabs from a shadowy figure and oh just my collapses God. and is dragged out. Relentless. Give me some space to heal. <laughs> Now's not the time. You get all your stuff together, you still got some provisions from when you were coming, but you restock here, fill your packs on Reginald again, and along with Oost and Street Meat, start heading south. All
0: right. Hey, Reginald, go easy on Grago. It's okay me <sighs> he, he, he slit my belly. It happens. What's the little belly slitting among friends?
1: <laughs> Reginald seems to be grudgingly accepting this fact, but only after Grago is no longer in sight. I'll take what I can get. Alright. And you begin to head back towards Black Hill. And we'll wrap for the evening.
0: But it's only the afternoon. Oh heck. I
1: Sten has lost his way into second place and become blood brother to the man he was meant to defeat. But can he make peace by showing his new family the power of friendship? Find out next time on Sometimes Heroes.
0: That was fun. I liked that. It, yeah, that went like completely differently than I was expecting, obviously, but I feel like that worked out pretty well.
1: I'm just curious what you were expecting.
0: Oh, I expected to win, among other things. I expected Grogo to be like an evil asshole. Yeah, basically it went completely different than I expected. mm Okay. Why?
1: <laughs> no, I'm just curious.
0: Well, I especially expected him to be like a horrible person, and then I was thrown off guard because he didn't seem that way. I mean maybe he is actually, but he hides it well.
1: Moo ha ha. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe he is the one good guy and everyone else is bad.
0: Maybe shut up. You're making <laughs> fun of me. <laughs>